Welcome to Sam and Erica's Marriage Podcast. Here we will talk about practical ways to have an even better marriage and ways to handle the challenges that are sure to come. Regardless of where you are in your marriage, your age, or how long you have been married, this podcast is for you. We will discuss difficult topics from dealing with past hurts and unforgiveness to making date night spicy. Even if you're single, you probably want a better marriage than the marriages you've seen. Join us weekly as we discuss ways to make marriages better. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Sam and Erica's Marriage Podcast, welcome, episode welcome. 14. That's right, back at it again, y'all. Yes, we are on a roll. That's right. That's, Three weeks in a row. Stuff. This is good stuff. We Nobody's did. sick. We did have a little ailment, so we're a little behind. We did. we did lose a couple days off, but we're good, and we're back, and we're ready to go. Right. And before we get started, I have to, it wouldn't be the Sam and Erica's Marriage Podcast if I didn't ask you to go ahead and hit, click that subscribe button wherever you're listening to us. We actually had one of our listeners reach out this week. She couldn't find a subscribe button. Mm -hmm. She was listening to us on our website, and there isn't a subscribe button on the website. But if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, there's a subscribe button. You're listening to us on Google Podcasts, there's a subscribe button. You're listening to us on Spotify, on TuneIn, there's a subscribe button. We need you to go ahead and click that subscribe button so you get all of our episodes when they drop. When they drop. Because they can be a day late. Every now and then. Right. <laughs> we do our best, y'all. We, we do, do our best. Trying. We are still trying to figure this thing trying. out. We appreciate your grace. And with that, we are going to go into our second part of our series on meeting our spouse's emotional needs. Yes. And we are we talked last week about the emotional needs, and we're going to take some time each week and talk about the emotional need for women, the women's most important emotional needs, and the men's most important emotional need. So this week, we're going to talk about affection for the women, and we're going to talk about sexual fulfillment for the men. Right. We invite you to sit back, relax, and... And enjoy the show. Mm, all right. So we talked last week or in episode 13 about how we arrived at this discussion mm -hmm. on uh, talking about our emotional needs. Right. So, you know, I invite you to go back, check out episode 13 to mm -hmm. get the details on that. It's a cool story. It is. It really is a good story. It was, you know, it's about Sam and his girls. And it also in episode 13, we also talked about the questionnaire. Yes. Filling out the questionnaire so that you can really figure out what your emotional needs are. We talked about that they are total of 10, five for women, top five for men, and generally they are different. Mm -hmm. So go check out the questionnaire. We also have it on our show notes at the bottom of the page. That's right. If you so don't you check know that out. what we're talking about, you've got to go back and listen to 13. Right. So we're going to talk about affection. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about affection, and then Sam's going to talk about sexual fulfillment. So I did what I invited you all to do last week. I went over the questionnaire again. This is probably my third time looking at the questionnaire. Mm. And I really spent some time looking at it, getting back into the book, and I came to the conclusion that affection is my number one emotional need. I'm surprised. 
Yeah, Sam probably knew this already. Um, <laughs> but I was looking at it uh, in, a, in a different light because I was actually looking at it like, well, you know, these are things that he does already, so it's no big deal. But mm. it really is. What I did was I said, okay, well, what if he didn't do these things? Would I be okay in this marriage? Is this something that I would be willing to sacrifice? And at the end of it, I was like, no, I'm not willing to sacrifice affection. Mm. So I'm ranking that at the top of my list. Before you go, now we actually had at my at my work, there were actually two people, two ladies that I work with. Uh, one of them listens to the podcast, and they were actually talking about emotional needs. Mm-hmm. And the one that doesn't listen to the podcast, she has just heard about our relationship. She okay. knows, you know, we go out on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. She hears about stuff when we do stuff. She's heard about the podcast. Like, all of our life is like open, open book. book now. Mm-hmm. And so... She said, well, Sam, you you just do those things, right? She was trying to figure out why her dude wasn't doing them. Right. She was like, well, well, you just do those things. And I knew in that moment that she thought that any of those things came naturally to me. Mm-hmm. And they don't. Not one of them. Yeah. Nothing about showing affection comes natural for me. Right. I don't have an affectionate bone in my body. I'm the anti-affection dude <laughs> by nature, but we're going to get into why it's important and, and why I do show affection to my wife. Right. Well, that's interesting that you said that. And I'm glad that you, you were honest with her and you said, no, I, I have, this is nothing that comes natural to me. Absolutely, And not. it's because one of the things that I have that in the notes is that affection really doesn't come natural for men. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a couple of different reasons, but the, Two that I came up with is one is because it's not natural for men to show affection. Men don't generally hug each other, you know, show affection to yeah, one another. No That's not a man mean, thing. Yeah, not no. in America. No. You know, you dap each other up, That's you right. give do each that, other the nod. And that's it. You know, you're not really, you know, lovey dovey with each other like Mm -hmm. that. And then the other one is that you don't really understand how important it is for your wife to be shown affection. Absolutely. And it's because it's it's not on your list of emotional needs or not the top five. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. Emotional or showing affection is a uh, non-sexual way to say I care. So it's a non-sexual way for you to say, hey, babe, I'm thinking about you. I care about you. I Mm -hmm. love you. Mm -hmm. And I say non-sexual because most times if it involves anything physical, women generally think that if you touch me, you want to have sex with me. That's only because most times when a dude (laughs) touches his girl. He wants to have sex with her. Right. But we want to be touched in a way that says, I really just want to touch you because I like the way your skin feels. Or I just want you to know that I love you, or that it. I'm thinking about That's you. That's affection. That is affection. affection. It makes us feel like we're important. Mm -hmm. It makes us feel special. And if you say, well, what, you know, there are some guys out there that are going, well, what are some ways that you can show affection? In my opinion, it's the things that you did before you got married. Mm -hmm. You know, you talked on the phone a lot, and we'll talk about that too when we get into intimate conversation. Mm -hmm. But you talked on the phone, you cared about her day. Mm -hmm. You, you know, you spent time with her. You, Wanted to go to the park. You held hands, you know, when you were out at the movies. You opened the door for her. Mm-hmm. You did all these things that it took to get her oh. 
And now that you're married, these things aren't, you know, you're just not interested in doing these things because you should know that I love you. Mm. No, we need to be told every now and then. We need to demonstrate it every now and then. Yes. And then, you know, another thing, one of the things too that I'm thinking about for women is that we should tell our husbands what we like, you know, what way can you show affection? And, you know, I appreciate the fact that Sam just says, look, you got to tell me because I just don't know. Because I'm dumb, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he is not dumb. Yeah. But, you know, I feel comfortable. And there were times when I would be like, oh, I really don't want to tell you because I don't want to hurt your feelings. But if I want you to show affection to me and if I don't want you to waste your energy on doing something that's, that's not going to matter, yeah. then I need to tell you. I need to be honest with you and share these things yeah. with that's you. That's the huge part. If we don't, and this is for guys, if, if you don't ask... Mm-hmm. Then you'll end up spinning your wheels. Yes. You'll end up frustrated. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, I did all of these things, mm-hmm. but none of or or none of those things met her emotional need for affection. Right. So if you're not getting any results, then you're probably not doing the right thing. Right. And that means you need to ask her. Right. Right. And if he asks or when he asks, we need to be honest. Yeah. You know, huge. I this is what I like. I don't like that. Yeah. You know, I know when you do that, it really, you think that it's showing me affection, but it's really not. It's really <laughs> working my last it's nerve. It's a little creepy. Right. <laughs> You're really getting a little creepy there, bro. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't do that thing. <laughs> I don't like that. So. That's crazy. And the guy has to be okay with going, okay, I won't do that. He will absolutely yeah. be okay with that. Yeah. I won't do that. Because no dude wants to be creepy. No. Yeah. And we don't, we don't want And we don't want to waste our energy because mm-hmm. th- this is really an exercise in, one spouse showing the other spouse that they're valuable. Right. So nobody wants that to be a wasted attempt. Right. If if there's a if there's a three pointer, then we want to be hitting the three. We don't want to just be oh sports analogy. Sports again. analogy. You know, got, we want to hit the three. I man. just shook my head like, oh, but, here man, we go. That's what I got. <laughs> what can I do? That's what I got. I appreciate you, babe. I that's do. all I got. I do. It, bring, it brings it home. We're talking to guys. Yeah, that's right. When you talk to guys, you have to talk guy language. When you mm-hmm. talk to girls, you have to talk girl language. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about some practical ways oh, to meet yeah. your spouse's emotional need for affection. Yeah. Like for me, there's some practical things that I do and practical things that I've discussed with other men over the years. I think one of the things that I think really scores a lot of points with my wife and with a lot of other women is opening doors, mm-hmm. opening doors when you're out in public or uh, car doors, you know, making that a habit, something that you can do almost days. Mm-hmm. It's super, super effective. Mm-hmm. It's just like, um, it's like you saying you're important, mm-hmm. like you're honorable Mm -hmm. let me make way for you Mm -hmm. i love that let me make way for you i love that that yeah i like that too that is so hot i I didn't like saying it but your response (laughs) i I almost want to say it again (laughs) say it again make way for you (laughs) yeah so opening doors and and opening doors is is one of those things that it can be a little awkward, mm-hmm. like most of these things when you first start, mm-hmm. but it'll actually just become natural. Mm-hmm. But over the years that I've been opening your doors, beautiful, I don't think that it has had a lesser effect. I still notice that, you know, it still has an effect on you. It does. It really, every time, and we've been doing this for years, but it really, 
I still feel, I feel like I'm still special to him. You know, like I still matter. Like it's still important for him, for you to make me feel this way. Um, You know, and we've been stopped plenty of times. You know, yeah, in public. Yeah. Women give Sam a lot of kudos for opening up the door. They're trying to get their husbands to, you know, look, look what he's doing. And Mm. the husband's like, that's just a waste of time. I No, generally, if she says it, then it's something that she wants done. Yeah. But I really, I it's one of the things that I I, I appreciate. And another one is notes. Mm-hmm. Notes is something that I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like when I travel, or if I'm, you know, especially when I'm traveling, mm-hmm. my wife will drop a note in my suitcase. Mm. It's, it's always so cool. <laughs> and I'm go, I'm gonna do notes, and I never <laughs> ever do notes. But I do do text messages. Yes. And I I'm gonna give myself credit for texts as being notes. Yes. That I mean There's that a works. Digital notes. Yeah. That's a digital note. Yeah. It's so simple. It's something that you can do no matter how crazy your day is. Mm -hmm. You know, you can even in between phone calls, if you know, if you got a busy work environment, Mm -hmm. you can just take a couple seconds and bang out that three word text. Mm -hmm. And uh, it really is just showing that affection. Mm -hmm. It, it, It can score points in you meeting that emotional need. Mm hmm. Hey, I was thinking about you. Mm-hmm. That's what the text message does for mm-hmm. me. Um, you know, when you send me that good morning, beautiful text in the morning, I really that that's actually, you know, that that phrase just means so much to me in my life, a couple of different areas. But that really gets me going. It really I stop and go, OK, he's thinking about me. Mm-hmm. You know, you thought about me. Mm-hmm. You took some time out of your busy morning because your mornings are busy. And I know that more to crazy just, than busy. But yeah, okay, yeah, we'll go with that. you know, to, to just drop a text. And I really appreciate that. If we're not vibing and I don't get that text, ooh, I'm feeling mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Well, I, no, uh, I have to admit in front of the entire world recorded forever <laughs> that I have uh, not been as consistent. I'd say the last couple months, uh, whereas it was absolutely the first thing I did when I got to my desk every day. Mm-hmm. But got to work on that thing. Yeah, get that thing rolling. Yeah, I got you back. Yeah, because I, I, I really I appreciate that. I, I really it. do. Okay. Yeah. Another thing, uh, another really simple way is cards. Mm-hmm. You know, there are no cards in the man culture. No, like I'm sure you know. Not. If, if you're going to give me a gift, you don't have to give me a card. Mm-hmm. The card is like. Just something in the way mm-hmm. where in woman culture, cards are just as important mm-hmm. as the gift, mm-hmm. even though the gift costs as much as it did. Mm-hmm. It's just as important. So, guys, we have to get cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you really, really kind of want to get some traction with this one, of course, Valentine's Day, those kind of days, holidays, mailing cards, mm-hmm. even though you're at the house, mail a card. Let it come to her in the mail. Yes. Yeah, that, that's a hot one right there. That's a hot one. You'll you be yeah. thanking me for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, we got, um, this is during the time when we were, you know, battling those illnesses. And I've been, you know, battling this illness for quite some time now. And when you gave me that card just a couple weeks ago, it meant the world to me. It caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting it. And a lot of times it feels good to get a card without the gift, just a random card mm-hmm. in the mail or a random card mm-hmm. on, on my nightstand. That that means the world to me. So yeah, guys, go out, get the card. And and ladies, you're probably thinking that if you get a card in the mail, it's because he's listened to the podcast. But that's cool. That's fine. Yeah. 
yeah. appreciate the card because yeah. you weren't getting cards before. <laughs> so <laughs> you appreciate the cards. I know I do. All right, last yeah. two. Flowers. Flowers is a big one for ladies. If if it's a guy and affection is one of his highest ranked emotional needs, mm-hmm. flowers probably won't get it done, ladies. I'm just letting you know because guys don't generally like to get flowers. Mm-hmm. But women do. Women do. Uh guys, you can that's it's such an easy fix. Like you can you can probably find a florist that's either close to your office or close to your house. Somebody you can swing by. You might have fresh bouquets at grocery stores mm-hmm. you know when you're in mm-hmm. there picking up your protein shake every mm-hmm. week yep just grab a dozen mm-hmm. bring it home there you go a lot of points huge deposit huge deposit with those flowers yeah another one hugs and kisses another thing that's not big in man culture you know american men don't do a lot of hugging and kissing no no not coming up but once you get married and you're trying to show affection to your spouse, hugging and kissing when they're not foreplay mm-hmm. does that because that's part of the woman culture. Mm-hmm. Hugs and kisses are part of their culture. Mm-hmm. So when we want to show affection, we should be incorporating it, as many hugs as we can get in. Mm-hmm. We should be hugging all the time. One of the things that we do is, you know, we kiss every time we either leave or we come back together or, you know, it's just non-sexual mm-hmm. it's not about this is leading to something this is the thing right it is the kiss that's what this is right uh and those are just some things you know and if i could just kind of recap them all or you know non-sexual needs to be at the forefront right. none of this is foreplay right. none of this is about Scoring points for later on. Right. This is the thing. Right. You know, although it will score you some points for later on. Definitely will score you some points for later on. (laughs) But, you know, I just want to reiterate that all of these, you know, meeting your wife's um, emotional need for affection, really, when you peel back the onion, it really just lets her know how much you love her. Yeah. It lets her know that she is still special to you. It lets her know that she still means the world to you just as much as she did the day that you decided to make her your wife. She really, we really just want to know and to feel like we're just as important and just as special. So that's really what that meeting, that emotional need of affection is all about. Mm. That's good. So the number one emotional need as found in the book, His Needs, Her Needs, for men is sexual fulfillment. Sexual fulfillment is, I think, really marked by, because everybody listening to this podcast knows what sex is. Mm -hmm. So I think we probably pick up, we better serve picking up talking about the big misunderstanding between the sexes. Mm -hmm. Like, sex is as important to a man as affection is to a woman, mm-hmm. and vice versa. But I don't think we get it. Like, we don't understand, whether we're talking about the man or the woman, that this for the man to have this sexual uh, fulfillment need met is as important to him as anything else. We're talking like food, water, and air. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really, really that important. Mm -hmm. It would be the same as, or something comparable would be, if you're, for a woman, if your husband were to come home every day and not talk to you, Mm -hmm. 
Like he'd walk in the door home from work and you say, hey, baby, how was your day? And he just ignored you. Mm-hmm. Went down, sat, watched TV. You come sat next to him. Hey, how you been? And he just ignored you mm-hmm. till bedtime. He ignored you. You wake up in the morning the next day. You Hey, good morning. He's ignoring you. That's how this feels on the other side when we talk about how a man feels when his sexual fulfillment need isn't being met. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody day in and day out looking you right in the face and not talking to you. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same. I agree. Okay. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm not a man, but I could only imagine. I know what it would feel like if, if you I know, if you, you did that to me, mm-hmm. right? If you came and you know you just ignored me for six days, I would be hurt. Yeah. I would be confused. It would yeah. be a lot of things that would be going on in my mind. Absolutely. So I understand and that. I, yeah. If I think if we understood that, if I understood affection is that same thing for you, mm-hmm. and I put it in the context of oh, if you didn't sleep with, we didn't have sex for six days. Mm-hmm. Then I would I would walk away with that going I I need to find a way to mix in some affection <laughs> and I think yeah. I think sex is the same thing yeah uh, I go ahead I think for women and you know sex is just so different for us so different you know it's it's completely different and yeah so you know different. we when you really boil it down it's pleasurable you know so all of those things th- mm-hmm. those things are real for Absolutely. both the man and yeah. the woman but for women it could be more of an activity. You know, like it's something to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm glad about that. (laughs) Whereas, I mean, we don't really understand the importance of it. Yes. You know, as affection is as important to us as sexual fulfillment is to you. We don't really understand that until we get a real understanding of that. There'll always be this. You know, there'll always be the confusion. We'll Mm -hmm. always be trying to figure it out. And you guys, unfortunately, will always be trying to fight, you know, so that we know, look, hey, this is, you know, this is just not me being some kind of horn dog. Horn dog. (laughs) You know, this is me. You know, I really, this is something. I mean, you're my wife. And, you know, so. We're going to work on it. Yeah. I think if we we educate ourselves and if we would just stop and listen to you guys or and understand you guys. Have the conversation. Yeah. But then, we, yeah. we'll get a little ahead of ourselves. Oh, we're going to yeah. talk about those conversations. We went way, way off. Yeah. But that's okay. Because the confusion or the misunderstanding, I think we break that out in three parts. Mm-hmm. And the, the part that you were just alluding to is the drive. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy is not just... Oh, sex just feels so good. That's the reason why I want to have sex all right. the time. Sex is pleasurable. But mm-hmm. the number one reason why a man wants to have sex or a person has this as their top emotional need is because of testosterone. Mm-hmm. Like there's a biological, there's a chemical thing happening inside the body of this person. Mm-hmm. A woman has about 2% of the testosterone that a man has in his body. Mm -hmm. So this guy is really having this biological episode. It's a clock. Mm -hmm. It's ticking all the time. Okay. And that, I think, is uh, the beginning of the misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. One person's drive is almost like... unquenchable Mm -hmm. like it's you can't sleep at night right the other person's drive is yeah it's cool (laughs) maybe maybe i like it but you know (laughs) i like to cuddle too like the the drives are so different different yeah that 
it causes this misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. The second thing that causes misunderstanding is the sexual awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, just because of this testosterone thing, puberty kicks off for a boy. And all of a sudden, the switch is flipped. Mm-hmm. Like now he's got this rage happening inside of him. Mm-hmm. His testosterone is kicking. And he learns how to, he learns about his sexuality mm-hmm. way ahead of a, a girl his age. Mm-hmm. You know, he understands or learns how to have a fulfilling sexual experience long before a girl his same age will. Right. So generally speaking, it doesn't even matter how many partners or whatever a a person has going into a marriage. The guy is generally going to have a better, he's going to have a higher level of sexual awareness Mm -hmm. just because as a result of that drive Mm -hmm. and that experimentation Mm -hmm. because of it at an earlier age. So he's going to know how to navigate sex Mm -hmm. in a way that his bride won't. won't. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge reason why we have the confusion. Mm-hmm. You know, she's still trying to figure it out. He's like, no, I know I got exactly. <laughs> we just turned a little bit like that. We out of here. <laughs> All right. Motivation. Motivation is the third way. Oh, my goodness. And motivation is like a three-parter. Motivation is the sex drive, but that's just part of it because Sex is pleasurable. It does feel really, really good. So that's part of our motivation to have sex. And the third part is that it's a connection. Mm -hmm. You know, it is intimate. It is this closeness, Mm -hmm. this thing that you can only get it this way. Mm -hmm. So that's a part of a man's motivation. And it's just another one of those things. I think men and women experience this differently Mm -hmm. because like you were saying earlier, for a woman, it is so much less biological than it is about intimacy or emotional right. connection. Right. And that that's one of the things that I was going to mention is that for women, you know, it's it's intimacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's the intimacy you see. It's a it's there is a connect. There is a connection that's happening that's different for a man probably Mm -hmm. because yeah you know the man has the biological going you've got the testosterone going but for women it's emotional Mm -hmm. and it's a you know that it's just a little deeper Mm. for for men for women than it is for men i i'm thinking yeah i'm like that i'm going different don't be deeper than me (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) Are we good with that? Yes. Because a dude can have sex like right now. Right. Yeah. And for women, you know, it's it's you know, it's a little different. Absolutely. You I know, agree that's 100%. why, you know, we were talking about the affection being the atmosphere and the sex being sexual fulfillment being the event. Oh, that's perfect. You know, women, we have to, you know, sometimes the air has got to be right. Yeah. Sometimes the lighting has got to be right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the vibing has got to be mm-hmm. right. And a lot of times if all those things are not falling into place just right, then we're not really as eager 
to have sense. sex than the man. We talk about women and men, men being compartmentalized. You know, men can separate. Look, I know we weren't, we just had a fight, but let's go. <laughs> and, you know, the woman is going, yeah, I'm not feeling you. Don't even come to bed. Mm. You know, it's just completely different for women and men. Yeah. And but, I, you know, I think, I think those if, kind of things really lay out some of those differences, I think. Yeah. I think, yeah. But so there are practical ways that, uh, that a spouse can meet their spouse's emotional need for sexual fulfillment. So beautiful. You want to share some? I do. I have a don't a, don't, don't share too much though. I, I'm not. I don't, don't I put was my business on the internet. Okay. <laughs> I just have a couple because right. I can only share a couple. That's right. I just have a couple things um, that I do to meet Sam's emotional need of sexual fulfillment. So you know, I'll I tend to send him a sexy text. Mm, love um, those. You know, I'll just send him a text that, you know, Love hey, us. babe, thinking about you or, in, or inviting or more, him. But we're not telling y'all. You know, to our bedroom suite mm. at a certain time. Okay. Uh, and it generally catches him off guard. Yes. It takes him a little while to respond. And I'm thinking it's because he's shocked, but or probably trying to get his thoughts together. Yeah. I'm oh, not sure. It Really, it, if it takes a while, it's only because I didn't have my phone. In oh, <laughs> okay. Because as soon as I see that text, I'm responding. <laughs> Or, you know, I'll kind of, this is so new for me, but I'll kind of proposition him, you know, I'll kind of, you know, in, invite him upstairs. Yeah, uh, yeah. So those are some things that I do, keeping it PG mm, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. to meet his his need for yeah. sexual fulfillment. That's right. I, I shed all the now. Yeah. We had, a, we had like a pre-show. I shed it all down. Yeah. Bro. No, I only yeah. could give two. Yeah. Well, I'll give it coming to bed in the sexy attire. Oh, yeah. My favorite attire. How mm-hmm. about that? Mm-hmm. We'll call it my favorite attire. Mm-hmm. You know, if cats, you if you got a favorite attire, you probably need to explain that to your girl. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, she just may not know. Right. She might surprise you. She will. I, I appreciate that. Just that sexy attire. Though. <laughs> that's that's what's up. All right. So. Now we've we've talked about the woman's number one need, affection, and we've talked about the man's number one need, sexual fulfillment. So we're going to kind of go into have a little discussion about how I feel or how I respond when these particular needs are not being met. Mm. And when we think about things that these needs aren't being met, I think we talked about, between Eric and I, we talked about resentment, frustration, anger. Mm-hmm. Frustration was the one that I landed on from the context of sexual fulfillment, uh, and I heard a a preacher years ago explain. He used this this little analogy as to uh, comparing a guy who gets married to a guy who decides that from now on I will only eat at one restaurant, I will forsake all other restaurants and only eat at this one place. For the rest of my life, so help me God, I do. And the guy leaves the chapel. He goes to the restaurant Monday morning, has a great breakfast, swings by for lunch, great lunch. Everything's cool. He goes to the restaurant Tuesday morning. Restaurant's closed. Like, yeah, man, I'm hungry, but, you know, hopefully <laughs> they, it'll be open for lunch. I'll just swing back through at lunch. It'll be open. He goes back for lunch, nothing. Closed. Wednesday. Thursday, Thursday is closed. So he sits outside. He's looking around like, man, look at all these other restaurants. Like, I don't even like chicken, but that chicken (laughs) is smelling good. I haven't eaten in a while. 
the point that he was making was this is the only restaurant that this guy this guy has committed to only eating at this one restaurant. Mm-hmm. There are other restaurants he could sure go eat somewhere else, I'm sure. But he has vowed to only eat at this one restaurant. Mm-hmm. So when it's closed six days straight, mm-hmm. he's frustrated. Mm-hmm. He's not only frustrated, but the Bible teaches that he's kind of in a compromised position. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1 Corinthians 7.5 says, Do not deprive one another except perhaps by agreement for a limited time that you may devote yourselves to prayer, but then come together again so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of Mm self-control. That restaurant being closed, every day that it's closed, it kind of pushes up the, the, I don't want to say the, it pushes down his self-control. How about that? Mm -hmm. That actually, when you um, mentioned that earlier, and I was sitting here thinking about it as you were going through it today, just now, that works probably for all of these emotional needs. Yes. Um, at first, when you mentioned it, I was actually just thinking about from the mind of a man mm-hmm. who's not getting his need of sexual fulfillment met. Mm-hmm. But it also applies to the woman who's not getting her emotional need for affection met. Absolutely. Um, because, you know, she has decided to, for, she has made a vow to forsaken all others. Mm-hmm. You know, she really just wants to share and to be cared for by this one particular That's man, right. this husband that God gave to her. And that is not being met. And she's, you know, trying to talk to him or trying to get that need met a couple of days out of the week. The rest of the days, you know, it's not working and there is a lot, there are a lot of donuts around. Mm-hmm. You know, it's some chicken. It's a lot of things around that will get her attention. Her co-worker, you know, it, it, it that works for the woman as well. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we, we feel frustration in that area as well. I thought about anger. And the Bible tells us that we are not to be angry. Well, it says, do, you know, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. Ephesians 4.26. We can, when we d- are not getting our emotional needs met, we can kind of suppress anger. We can feel a little frustrated, hurt. In addition to anger, we feel a little insecurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're wondering, why is it that our husband, you know, this guy that talked to me or that spent a lot of time with me or that cared for me before we got married, why is he not doing this? What's going on? Is there something wrong with me? Is he having an affair? All of those things kind of come into play when that need is not being met. Mm-hmm. We tend to withdraw from our spouses. We withdraw withdraw from the relationship. Mm-hmm. We experience some loneliness. It, guys actually, not to, I'm sorry for cutting you off, but guys actually... I would call it disrespect. Like mm, guys kind of mm-hmm. feel disrespected mm-hmm. when their emotional needs aren't being met. And probably to be a little more concise, I probably wouldn't even call it disrespect. I would probably call it something closer to they feel as if they're being taken for granted. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if she knew that I was going to leave, mm-hmm. if she didn't do X, Y, Z, I bet she'd do it. Mm-hmm. But she just knows that, you know, I'm, I love her and I'm committed to her. So she just takes that for granted. Mm-hmm. I think guys, that's a very common experience mm-hmm. that guys have shared. Mm-hmm. That that's the emotion that they feel when their needs aren't being met. That's, that's 
Interesting. I mean, that's really good. We've talked before. I don't. I really don't know if it's. It's not our intent. Of course not. You know, it's of definitely not, not our intent to be disrespectful. But we've talked about this. You know, before that. You know, women can kind of connect the sexual fulfillment to something to a need that is not being met for her. Mm. Um, so if that need for affection is not being met, then she tends to. It's easy for her not to meet his need for sexual fulfillment. And and like you said before, vice versa. You know, the same things that apply for a man apply for a woman, mm-hmm. positively and negatively. Right, right. Yep. So those are the things, that's how we feel. Mm-hmm. But what happens in our marriage uh, if our needs aren't being met? That's a kind of a different question. Right. We tend to disconnect. We drift. We mm. drift apart. Yeah. Drift is dangerous. It is dangerous. Yeah. And yeah, we talked about this in our romance series. It it happens slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. You know, you look up and you're going one way and she's going the other way or he's going one way and you know, it it just the relationship is definitely damaged when those needs are not being met. Yeah. Uh, another thing that happens kind of like we've been talking about the last few minutes is affairs and temptation, Mm -hmm. you know, that actually happens. Like, meeting your spouse's emotional needs, I I would hate for anyone to think that if I meet my spouse's emotional needs that there can't be an affair. Mm -hmm. That's not true. Right. Meeting your spouse's emotional needs will insulate your relationship. Right. The surefire way to, I guess, leave a door open for an affair mm-hmm. is by not meeting your spouse's emotional needs. Right. So when you don't, you really do open up the door for temptation. Mm-hmm. You really do open up your the door for an affair. Mm-hmm. Because these emotional needs are sensitive areas. Right. And if somebody out there starts meeting one and you're not meeting it, like things could get out of control really, really quickly. Right. Right. You know, another one is is lashing out. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, that's um, real good. The Bible says in James 3, 6, the tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell. We can tend to when we are hurt, we're not getting that emotional need met. We tend to lash out. We tend to do stuff we wouldn't normally do. Mm. Uh, We tend to say things we would normally say. And that brings about danger. That's real serious. That is harmful to a marriage. So I think that it's important for us now that we know what our spouse's emotional need is, Mm -hmm. we should really put some effort into trying to meet it. If you don't know, you don't know. Right. But once you know. But once you know, when you know better, you do better. Mm. And so, you know, I think that it's important for us to focus on putting more effort into meeting our spouse's emotional needs. I agree. Um, I think we have the most to gain. mm -hmm, We do. We meet our spouse's emotional need. Things start happening a little differently in our marriage. Right. Right. So, yeah, we've got a lot to gain. Right. So that kicks off our our emotional needs. We've got uh, eight more to cover. Uh, We can't say we're going to cover two every time, but we've got eight more to cover. Mm -hmm. So we hope you come back, tune in again next time and hear us talk about two more of those emotional needs. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, we want you to continue to pray for us and pray for this podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's growing. We're still super excited. And we just feel like we have to remind you that we pray for you. Mm -hmm. You that are listening to these words that are coming out of my mouth right now. 
we pray for you every time that we get together to record this podcast. So we're just asking that maybe you would put us on your prayer list, Mm -hmm. that you'd pray for us, pray for our marriage and pray for our podcast. We also want to remind you, it it just wouldn't be the Sam and Erica's Marriage (laughs) Podcast if I didn't tell you, you have to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to subscribe. Share the podcast with two other people. Now that you have a better idea of what your spouse's emotional needs are, try to focus on meeting his or her number one need this week. It may be awkward at first, but so was that first date. Mm. Give each other grace as you exercise this muscle because you can do it. Your marriage is at stake. You can do it. Hey, and check out in the show notes. We've got links to all of our resources that we're going to be using for this series. Mm -hmm. That's his needs, her needs. You just scroll down. There's a link right there. You can click it. Take you right to Amazon. You can buy it. Uh, For married men only, for married women only, both two incredible books written by Tony Evans. Uh, We're going to be talking about those a little more later. Uh, But those links are right there in the show notes. You can scroll down and check those out. Check those out. Uh, We enjoyed this episode, and we hope to see you or to talk to you next time. God bless. God bless. God bless.